Good morning and welcome to AI Daily. We have another great episode for you guys today. First up with a new fundraising frenzy. Three different very large companies uh, have raised a lot of money. Runway ML, of course, uh, is famous for their video and generative AI interpolation. They raised 141 million, largely led by Salesforce and Google. And then we have um, Inflection, who we've talked about twice in the past couple of days, who raised 1.3 billion from Microsoft, NVIDIA, and quite a few others. And then we have Typeface, which is a sort of gener generative AI for work, who raised 100 million also from Salesforce and Alphabet. Far, these are three pretty big fundraising deals, all on the same day announced on just one of many days. What do you make of this? I, I think we covered three other ones either yesterday or the day before, something like that. The feeding frenzy is not, uh, coming close to ending, you can get used to us talking about fundraising stories for the next however many years, and then acquisition stories, and then more fundraising stories. So it's great to see there's some awesome teams working on some pretty impressive things. Uh, the global investment dollars will be chasing AI uh, and GPUs for, you know, the foreseeable future. So get buckled in and get ready for more. Just one of many. Ethan, you have any thoughts on this? Yeah, this is a big day for a lot of these companies. You know, the big important point here to me is these are three fairly different types of companies. You know, Typeface competes on kind of a Jasper-esque round for this kind of content creation, you know, traditional product face business. They've been around for a few years, really using, you know, what people have been using GBD3 for for a while now. They've embedded themselves, good business. You have someone like Inflection at a true foundation model level building a cluster of 22,000 H100s, probably spending half or more of their round just on that cluster. And then you have someone like Runway sitting a little bit in the middle, building their own models, building a product. So, you know, you're seeing these big fundraisings across AI, across the entire stack from the foundation model level all the way up to these kind of more mature products. So we're going to continue to see it and the frenzy continues. Yeah, it's a very good way to split it. Runway is, of course, mostly just a research lab. A lot of what their work is, is the research itself. They have some products, of course, but mostly research. And then Inflection is, again, just building a foundation model, 1.3 billion, most of that will go to GPUs, all the way over to just another generative AI company that is doing good work. So congrats to all three of you guys. Next up, we have Playground AI. They have a new mixed image editing tool that is essentially a lot like Photoshop and the Photoshop generative AI that we've seen so far. This is sort of a mix between the Photoshop and the Figma. So it is a collaborative generative AI tool. Another good tool. Ethan, any specific thoughts here? Yeah, it's a massive space. You have Photoshop doing it. You know, we covered Clip Drop the other day and Playgrounds, you know, props to them. I do believe they build a lot of their own models um, and they piece them into a very well-built product. So it's a massive space at the end of the day, image editing, content creation, creating new forms of just visualization and giving better tools to these creators. So they're playing in a massive space. They're doing a good product and they're keeping up to date or even faster up to date than some of the Photoshop players or stability themselves from a clip drop end. So yeah, props to Playground. Yeah, it's a very massive space, but it's also a very crowded space. Farb, do you see any of these winning out? Do you see them all winning out? What do you see coming? I spent a bunch of time playing with Playground AI uh, yesterday and today. I was pretty impressed by it. It's it's, it's pretty fast. Uh, it generates the images pretty quickly. And they provided just enough productization 
to allow you to kind of get started without having to just have this empty prompt that you're, you know, is the only thing that you're starting with. It's not like working in, um, in Google collab, uh, it's, it's a, it's a pretty well productized, um, experience. And, uh, I, I say, try it out. It's free. You just need to log in and you can start playing right away. And they give you a, a lot of tutorials and a lot of help to do it. Very exciting. Lastly, today we have, uh, OMO, a new 70 billion parameter model by Al the Allen Institute or AI2, as it's shortly called. This is a model largely focused around scientific research and scientific discovery. The Allen Institute is, of course, a nonprofit that's done a lot of research in AI. And this model is going to be completely open, they've said. They said every step of the way of how they make it will be open for future scientists and future researchers to build upon that work. They're partnering with everywhere from AMD on a hardware side all the way to Surge AI and Mosaic. And quite a few partners here but focusing on an open model in the end. Um, Ethan, you have any thoughts on this? What do you think about it? Yeah, Surge is helping on a uh, data labeling side. You know, you have the Allen Institute for AI, also just great researchers there. You know, the biggest news to me was that they're actually trying to train this on AMD chips. I'm very curious to see how that turns out, what model they're using, what the architecture ends up being, um, how long this takes them to. I know they're targeting 2024. Um, we'll see if that's Q1, Q2, what that ends up being. But AMD needs to get their feet into this water. They've been getting absolutely annihilated by NVIDIA right now in terms of everyone's trainings, every cluster being built. So if AMD can pull this off and show that, hey, a 70 billion param open source LLM was built on AMD chips, I think you'll see some actual real startups and corporations kind of possibly redirect their focus, especially with this chip shortage. So for me, the biggest news here is probably if AMD can pull this off, this is great for them. Yeah, AMD is pretty lagging in the hardware space, but if Omo does this right, if Omo open sources everything in a way where others can follow it step by step far, that'd be pretty big for the war between AMD and NVIDIA, don't you think? Sorry, what was that? Uh, like the contrast between AMD and NVIDIA, if Omo pulls this off in a way where everyone can follow it step by step, how do you think that changes where people build their models? You know, this is probably bigger news for AMD than it is for either either of these other two uh, which is, you know, by proxy, potentially huge news for the, for the whole industry. Uh, these folks are pretty interestingly enough, super focused on science and academia. They want to uh, even provide education for researchers and scientists to build their own models based on all of the open stuff that these guys create. The data will be open. Uh, the curves will be available. Uh, every, everything they, you know, they plan on making everything available. Kind of interesting that they're, you know, targeting next year. Um, who knows what the competition is going to be like when they actually release the thing, but you know, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. All the, all the open training and all the open knowledge right now of how to train a language model is built for NVIDIA. So this is, I think AMD's second big partnership after hugging face. So we will, we will see where it goes. Well, those are three stories. What have you guys been seeing, Ethan? Um, yeah, I saw Eric Hartford, um, great AI researcher in the space. He's announcing Open Orca. So it's a data set inspired by Microsoft's Orca paper, which we covered a little bit back. Pretty much Open Orca is the entire data set, a bunch of data. They want a compute sponsor for different size models. I believe 7 or 13 billion is some of their initial targets. So if you want a model to train and you have some compute, you now have a new data set and a new way to train models. So check it out. Very exciting. Barb, what about you? Uh, a good friend of mine who's a uh, writer and film producer showed me pseudo writer uh, yesterday, which is 
sort of an AI powered platform for writers. Uh, they had, you know, it's early, you know, it's not a fully figured out product. It's running off of GPT three and a half and, and four, if I remember correctly. And, you know, their opinion on it was potentially useful. They hadn't dug into it super, uh, super heavily yet. So who knows, it may be more useful. They had a few little critiques as a, as a writer that they thought could have improved it, but it's great to see folks getting into these sort of more niche spaces and bringing AI to just about everything you can think of. Very, very exciting. Yeah, I saw Salesforce introduce their XGen 7B, which is their 7 million parameter LLM trained for an 8,000 sequence length. Um, normally this would be a main story, but between the countless other 7 billion parameter models that we've seen and between Salesforce's own investments from runway to type force, the story was kind of eclipsed and it's not that big of a story when you can see MPT, Falcon, Llama, Red Pajama, Open Llama, Dolly. There's a lot of 7 billion parameter models out there now. So if you're a company training a model, 7 billion parameters isn't that newsworthy anymore, honestly. Sorry, guys. Yep. Do be better. Be better. I mean, in all fairness, they probably started training this, you know, a couple months ago when there weren't that many other 7 billion parameter models out yet. And... They just happened to release it late to the party. So better late than never. Better late than never, though. Well, great show today, guys. Thank you all for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe and see you guys tomorrow. See ya.